Welcome to Astronomica, a Henry the Navigator historical exploration podcast. <laughs> Actually, we're a Stars Without Number actual play podcast. And forgive me for usurping Star Daddy Stan's role. He's still in the bathroom. <laughs> he has a rare condition known as affable bowel syndrome. <laughs> sort of the opposite of irritable bowel syndrome. But, you know, he, he likes to get a lot of quality time. My name is Jeff. I play the MS Admiral Grace, the Pretext Semi-Malign Starship, and Hopper, the Pretext Semi-Autonomous Medbot. Hi there, I am Kristen, and I play Dr. Hildegard Hypatia K, resident linguist, computer tinkerer, and ship's morale officer. <laughs> I am Cullen, I play Antoine Baptiste, and... I'm the uh, the gun guy, the guy with the guns, and also hover boots that hopefully I'll use this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Colin. I play uh, Mackie, the starship engineer and uh, assemblage of reconstituted human appendages. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, 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 harvested from persons unknown. Oh, no, they were all personally known. Harvested <laughs> from persons well known to me, but whom I can no longer remember. <laughs> oh dear. By design. You know, you think with all of the like surgery that Hopper's done, sort of, I guess maybe literally behind Mackie's back sometimes. <laughs> you gave him like a cool thing, like you know, oh, hey, I have a tail now. This is awesome. <laughs> hey, free headshot. <laughs> How about that? If the folks at home could see me now. <laughs> Well, he can eat literally twice his own body weight in hot dogs in under one minute. Oh <laughs> so far, it does not come up. <laughs> just you wait. <laughs> that'll, that'll save the day at some point. Uh, I look forward to this intro happening directly after the episode where Mackie saves all of our lives by a hot dog eating hot dogs. You know, I still feel like I can put a few down. I'm actually still a little hungry. <laughs> Like, we go to the world where, like, all political and social discord no, no, decided no. through ritual combat, except oh ritual gosh. combat is competitive eating. Oh my god. And, uh, all hail the Emperor Mackie! Listen, <laughs> <laughs> guys, let's don't get carried away. I uh, really appreciate all the fawning adulation, but uh, at the same time, it's making me a little uncomfortable. Prepare cushions for the uncomfortable Emperor Mackie the Insatiable! <laughs> we are off this week for the holidays, so we will have to wait to hear Mackie's take on recent events. In the meantime, here's a recap on last week's episode. After successfully defeating Bridget and company, the crew of the Admiral Grace tried to make Sergei comfortable and figure out what to do next. While discussing this, Hildy suggested they give the artifact to the Reliquary Institute, for a small finder's fee, of course. But further discussion was put on hold when Gracie informed the crew of several missed messages from Mr. Cho. Sergei made it fairly clear that this probably wasn't the real Mr. Cho, so everyone agreed that the best bet would be to return the message right before leaving the system for their as-yet-undecided destination. The Admiral Grace also discovered that Sergei, and Mr. Cho, seemed to think that he, that would be Sergei, has psychic powers and is able to tell the future. Such an ability would have come in handy as the crew soon found themselves pursued by an unknown vessel. 
We join the team as they try to figure out just who might be after them and why crashing a party and engaging in a few light explosions might get them followed. The surprise that comes up from you watching the report is that apparently an object entered Aegea from orbit shortly after there was an explosion at the site of a, a response to some kind of emergency. Mm-hmm. A crew of like 50 first responders were killed by an explosion. And uh, there's a big uh, burning wreckage floating on the surface of the, oh. of the planet. Um, did we do that? No, I don't think we did that. I mean, we called the first responders, but like we didn't, we weren't there. Yeah, I think in the initial narrative, we did that. How did we exploit it? Was that the, the, the I, ships scooping us up? Wait. No, I don't think we actually did that. But I think in terms of what's going to... Well, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that they think we did it. I just don't know whether or not we actually did it. Right. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> we killed a bunch of first responders. Well, I mean, we did activate the uh, security protocols and jettisoned the after suite. That wouldn't have exploded the people that we called in to help. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like anything we did would have called anything down from orbit. Not that we know of. Anyway, um, I think we can maybe unpack that after whatever happens, happens. But so Dr. Kate is going to, her first thought is like, oh shit, that was exactly where we were. Like this is Anton's home that this thing just happened on that we were associated with. Uh, Mr. Anton, it seems there has been a large tragedy. If you have any loved ones, uh, after whatever happens, happens, you may want to try to contact them. And um, Gracie, that stations. Ah, yes, thank you for asking. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, please report to gunnery. Dr. Cade, please report to comms. Mackie, please report to engineering. Ah, I'm happy to do that. Uh, I feel some urgency. Uh, Please report to the head, and then report to engineering. Gracie, uh, can you do me uh, a solid? And you know that means that Mackie wants you to lower the gravity wherever he is. (laughs) Ah, yes. The decrepitude protocol is active. <laughs> thank you. I really wish you wouldn't call it that, but thank you. And he, uh... I'm sorry. I will rename the protocol to the inexorable encroachment of old age upon a frail old man's frame. Fine, 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 whatever. We got about three hours before they should intercept with us. I'm, I'm heading for engineering, and uh, may God have mercy on us all. He will not because he does not exist. It should... Expression. I think that <laughs> next time we find some pretext, we should find a way to update uh, the Grace's idiom capacitors. Uh, yes. Oh, they function just fine. I believe I may be able to help with that. Idioms are a passion of mine. C'est bon. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get ready for a scrap, no? <laughs> on a private, on a private channel. Dr. Kane, if you're going to talk about messing with Gracie's programming, just stay clear of the airlocks for a few days. Oh, no, <laughs> right. I'm not talking about messing with the programming. I was Sorry. simply talking about having a conversation in which I shared some of my knowledge on idioms. You're making it worse. <laughs> well, to use a popular idiom, uh, we are in a real pickle, so... <laughs> that's, uh... Uh, yes, speaking of which, where exactly is the conversation, Mackie? I would imagine it's in the cockpit. I I feel like the Admiral Grace's internal layout is whimsical. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we had decided yeah. that there wasn't maybe a formal comm station yet because that was on my list of things yeah. to like try to. She was gonna. She's gonna put it on her uh, 
personal pad, but right. But I don't think there's been enough time yeah. to do that. It's so. in the it's in the lounge area. Okay, cool. Uh, gunnery okay. is aft, I believe. Uh, uh, yes. Okay, so I'm I'm booking it. We're using the uh, the decrepitude protocols to like launch myself via <laughs> zero g much much more quickly to the gunner station. It's like point oh. three g. Um, I got ups in this. Um, <laughs> the, the little jets on your Icarus suit are like. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Anton, I will defer to you as you are a person who seems to have more knowledge of what to do in such situations. Would it be would it be important to put a what's the suit called? Oh, uh, yeah, you def- definitely want to be in some sort of uh, contained oxygen suit. Uh, yes. where might Decompression I- is really nasty, man. Where might I find one of these suits? I wish to avail myself of its use if we have some time before battle will be... Oh, uh, so check the general armory. However, also, um, all of the cabins have an emergency suit inside of them, but the much better suits are going to be in the armory. Oh, yes, I also, am uh, actually in a crew cabin now, so I should check my closet, I suppose. Mr. Wright, Mr. Wright, this is MacDonald. Oh, yeah, Do you read me? Uh, yes. Listen, uh, for no particular reason, I would recommend that you put on a vac suit. Uh, good. Good. Yeah, just go ahead and do that. Mr. Wright, please report to the ship's locker. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just go ahead and do that. Ignore the ship. I'm just like strap into your uh, to your couch, you know. Are you gonna lock him in? <laughs> if Mackie wants him to have a vac suit, if oh, okay. Him a vac suit. okay, so everybody is at their stations. Uh, yeah. All right, dope. We may still have some hours to kill in fiction before. Well, that's fine. Uh, I, mean, I mean, what's theory? Well, it reminds me of those parts of the Expanse that I I find so compelling because it's like the way the physics work in that universe which is like i guess actually pretty much our physics that exists in our universe (laughs) space combat is like okay well we're going to be flying at each other for eight days yeah right (laughs) and then there's going to be 20 minutes of complete pants shitting horror 20 20 seconds 20 (laughs) seconds maybe of complete pants shitting horror and then it's all over egg well, Dr. Cade, you're on the uh, the columns anyway. Do we think it's a good idea to try to hail these guys? I mean, they're a few hours out. They might... I don't think that they're not going to try to come and kill us, but uh, they might not be trying to come to kill us. I don't know, maybe it's worth uh, checking them out. It may not hurt, and if we could get some sort of information from them uh, on the ship capabilities just by looking into the signal... Oh, yeah, Ask him for a cup of hydrogen. <laughs> Be real low key. <laughs> a cup of hydrogen? I definitely yeah. want to know what kind of fight we're going to get into. Be like, very cool about it. Unidentified vessel. Do you have a cup of hydrogen? <laughs> I, think, I think I should be able to attempt contact in a way that hopefully will not tie us to the events on AGF. Uh, one can only hope. Yeah, that okay. sounds plausible. <laughs> Keep telling yourself as well as all of us that. I, I will indeed attempt to hail the ship. Okay. Yeah, you open a hailing frequency. Do you want to say anything in particular? Uh, hello. Yes, this is uh, Dr. Kate of the Admiral Grace requesting your reason for traveling towards us. It seems you may be on a collision course and we are concerned for your safety. You were reminded of the lighthouse joke. <laughs> I imagine in a in a certain context, the, the uh, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> it's kind of a similar punchline. Yes, yes. 
Give me a uh, program intelligence check there, uh, Dr. Cade, please. Okay. All right, 10 on the die, plus 2 for a total of 12. Very nice. So you contact the ship, or at least attempt to, in the process also kind of in the background, scanning them, doing all the, all the yes. uh, comm officer stuff, and determine that uh, what you were actually looking at is four very small craft traveling in, like flying like blue angels, essentially. In formation towards yeah. us? Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably less than two meters distance between them. Okay. Um, which at orbital velocities is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give me an intelligence no check. Okay. And uh, give me, uh, what do you have? Do you have anything extra on no there, um, Hopper? No. Okay. And then just on your own. Okay. So seven on the die plus two for a total of nine. Okay. You believe the design is pre-tech. Okay. I will relay that information to the rest of the crew. What distance are they away from us at this point? Uh, about two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Okay. Can we assume that we just sort of have like screen sharing stuff so mm-hmm. like most of this information once it's available to one of us most of us yeah, will have it on yeah. our on our screens that's cool. fine yeah yeah you can like throw it to everybody's heads up display and just so we're, we're not like redundantly saying I'm, like yeah. in character saying what we just said i'm into that i just want to make sure we don't want to hit one of those like role-playing things where it's like well you didn't know that yeah no <laughs> I, I, that was also why i wanted to clarify that that's fine i wanted to make some sort of like knowledge from home like uh, does that sound like you know an Aegean military or police type vessel Uh, you don't even have to roll that no it does not okay that would seem excessive for the the planet Mm -hmm. so it definitely seemed unusual so I picked up that it's probably pre-tech are they close enough that I can do any kind of signs of life or is it sure okay cool you can attempt a scan let's bring up the scan rules all right I want to know if we're dealing with people or robots Friendly neighborhood robots. You currently have what's called a detection lock. Okay. Once a ship has been locked by an observer, it can be tracked at any distance in the system. So you have fixated detection lock on the target ship. Okay. Presumably they also have on you. Right. Breaking detection lock is an act that you can attempt to pull off. Okay. Fixing lock on a target requires the observer to be in the same region of space, blah, blah, blah. It's like, so they're pre-tech, uh-huh. which means that the technology that built them is very advanced, mm-hmm. but they were built at a time when there were gates between systems, uh, which means they don't have a spike drive. Okay. <clears throat> so they're actually traveling slower than you. Okay. Mac, you would like to do some calculations. I don't know if this would be a pilot program, no check, but he'd like to know how long we'll have once we reach the edge of the system before they intercept us. Okay, let's see. That's a good idea. But also put a pin in the stand stuff and we'll come back to that. Pursuit and escape seems like something we would like to read up on. Adventurers have a habit of drawing unfriendly attention from hostile ships. <laughs> While escape from a combat engagement is a matter of maneuver jets and good piloting, long-range chases rely more on a ship's spike drives to provide raw motive power. A pursuer must be in the same region of space to pursue and must have detection lock. Both of those are currently true. Of course, if the pursued lacks a detection lock on the pursuer, they'll have no idea that they're being chased. Both ships... Make intelligence pilot opposed skill checks, each adding their spike drive rating to the roll. For them, that's a zero. For you guys, it's a one. Okay. If the pursuer wins or ties, they force an engagement and the ships are moved into combat range. If the pursued ship wins, it gets six hours of distance modified by any difference in spike drive ratings. Drive one ship being chased by drive two ship would have three hours, for example. Gotcha. 
It can use this time to reach a particular point inside the region, or it can put it toward an attempt to escape the region entirely. Ships with Spike Drive 1 engines need 48 hours to enter a new region, so they are unlikely to avoid a determined pursuer. One with Spike Drive 3, on the other hand, can make an escape in only 16 hours. Some pilots may attempt to speed this up by trimming their course. A pursuing ship can also use this six hours to aim toward a different region if it thinks it knows where the ship is running. Assuming they can keep the detection lock when the pursued ship slips over the substellar border, they can end up close on their prey's heels. So... It seems like it can't hurt. And real quick, here's scanning. Scanning planets and ships. Short-range scans of ships and planetary objects are relatively simple affairs. Any scan of a ship within combat range will reveal the ship's hull type, obvious weaponry and damage, and registered ID code. A scan of a planet in orbit will always reveal basic information on atmosphere, geology, advanced energy using surface communities, other ships in orbit, and any surface features designed to attract orbital interest. Comms officers can attempt to interrogate uh, the scans, asking one question before rolling an intelligence program skill check against a difficulty of eight. On a success, the question is answered, while a failure means that the data is inconclusive and no further questions can be asked of it that day. Gotcha. Each question after the first success that same day is u- is made at a cumulative plus one difficulty. Questions should be simple and direct. When scanning a ship, a comms officer might ask whether particular fittings or weapons have been mounted, mm-hmm. uh, where good boarding points might be on the hull, whether the ship looks to be the product of a particular world or culture, or simply to question whether anything looks odd about the ship's readings. The sensors can probe a meter or so beneath the hull skin, but they can't intrude on a ship's computer network or provide a map of interior spaces. So it, I could try to ask about a crew compliment, but it might mm-hmm. be, if you want to ask your most important question first, so I want to know what weaponry they're packing. Okay. And you said that was a program intelligence. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna re-roll that because I got a four. Okay. So this is my one re-roll for the scene. Uh, Hopefully, it's useful. Nope. A little better. <laughs> it's it's a whole point better, which gives a total of just one under the requirement. So. Okay. And just to clarify, they didn't respond to the no. comms hail. There was no response. Okay. okay. Are um, they gaining on us? They are maintaining the same distance. We could just continue and try to evade. We could try to evade. I could try to get rid of their the lock that they've got on us. Uh, that would be good. I think uh, if we still plan to call this Cho character back at the edge of the system, we'd want a little time to do that. Yeah, Let's, can you get us? Can you get us twenty minutes at the edge of the system before we uh, jump away? Let's Why call this Cho character now. Yeah, we got two hours, at least. We do have some time. I was going to ask, you said there was a picture of Cho on the screen, and I did take a little bit of time to listen. Did I hear anything about why Cho was pictured on the screen? Uh, It was his home that was destroyed. Okay, so that was just home of local businessman Mm -hmm. type thing. Okay. Okay. I mean... And that he is uh, missing, presumed dead. So then my question would be, what order do I need to do those things in if I want to try and... Because I do think it's kind of important to do both. Avoid their scan lock or whatever on us and call Cho. I mean, it sounds like maybe one person needs to do one of those things and one person needs to do the other. Um, I think both can be pulled off without, I mean, they're kind of parallel. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you you probably are doing this while they actually handle the call, I suppose. Yeah, so I think this is a very good suggestion. However, I will be busy trying to 
throw off officers if you would handle the call with Mr. Joe. Excellent. Uh, do <laughs> maybe we could use a um a a human touch to uh, talk to whoever. Uh, yes. This is impersonating Joe. No, I will efficiently communicate with whoever is on the other receiving end. But, uh, but Grace, who better to pilot the ship than the ship? Perhaps we need, we need you on evasive maneuvers. It's incredibly important. Perhaps Admiral Grace, you could place the call and allow Mr. Anton to deal with the discussion oh, with whoever is on the time. other end, and uh, you could make sure that we are not harmed by our pursuers. Yes. I have noticed a positive response from other meatbags to Mr. Baptiste Yoshida. However, I assure you, the insignificant fraction of my intellect devoted to <laughs> dealing with you meatbags will not detract from my abilities to pilot the vessel. Oh yes, but do you enjoy dealing with us meatbags, or would you not prefer to uh, keep to the map as it were? The term enjoy is something of a moot point when applied to my sensorium. We've tried that one before, it never works. Ah, uh, well, I am learning. <laughs> Mackie would like to do a fix check to kind of like, you know in uh, Fury Road when they get out on the hood and they just spit <laughs> gasoline into the engine? Yes. He wants to do whatever the equivalent of that is to see it if is he gets exactly more <laughs> Okay, so Mackie is going to spit it's gasoline. with antimatter. Yeah. 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 He's going to spit <laughs> antimatter into the engine. And then toss you a hose in a funnel. Alright, so... Chewing tobacco has gotten weird in the So, like, Mackie is a specialist in fix, so he gets to roll 3d6 and drop the lowest. Okay. And that is dope. He's got an 11 on the die, he's got one in fix, so that brings us up to 12, and is that a fixed wisdom, fixed intelligence? That feels like a, a wisdom to me. Alright, perfect, then he's got a 13 on that. And hopefully he puts it like some speed on the ship and is able to like open up a bit of a lead on the pursuers. Okay. Mackie, what are you doing with my dilithium crystals? <laughs> they taste a lot more like rock candy than I would have previously anticipated. Delicious, Hoppa. A grace. Delicious grace. Okay. You have uh, juiced the engine. Good job. That uh, keep keep that in mind, and when it becomes relevant, we will. Uh, Alright, so I am going to try to throw their lock on us okay. while they deal with the choke call. Got it. That is going to be hiding and seeking. To break a lock, a trapped ship needs to leave the region. You could leave the region by returning to orbital space of Aegea, which Not would sure be within which, three hours. Yeah. Or you can uh, attempt to move to somewhere else in the system, which will be the remaining 45 hours. Well, if they, if they close with us, then we can attempt escape combat actions. That's correct. Okay, cool. So in that case, I guess maybe that's just not a viable thing at this juncture. Yeah, breaking breaking detection lock is not viable currently. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right, in that case, I guess I will handle the call instead. Can we do sort of a pursuing vessels, please respond to hills, or we will begin to open fire type communique? Uh, they can certainly threaten them, Mr. Anton, if you feel well, confident that uh, that will go well for us. I don't know that it will go well, but it could get us information. And then also, to that effect, uh, what is the effective range of the multifocal laser? Is that something that we could... So it's very abstract. Combat range is the term, and it's left up kind of to 
the DM for their own setting. If this was the Expanse combat range, it would be like an AU. We are picturing combat range as being probably between the Earth and Moon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So say a quarter a quarter of a million miles, roughly. Yeah. If they're like two hours away from us on our current speed, that's about. Do a... you want to call that combat range? I guess it depends on how fast well, we're moving. So so between okay. the Earth and the Moon is like quarter of a million miles. That's about a light second. Mm-hmm. So like one second. That's one and a half. One and a half to one. So so second. in theory, I could shoot a laser at them with about a second's worth of delay. Mm-hmm. So my assumption with the the hours to us was that that was hours that's to combat, combat range. Yeah. Okay, combat. cool, 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 cool. But that's and that, I mean that gives some <clears throat> justification because if you are like point blank range and you shoot a laser at somebody, they can't dodge. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if somebody is like two hundred and fifty thousand miles away, like yeah. you shoot a laser at them, they could conceivably like move their ship mm-hmm. that one radian. Necessary. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So can't quite laser them yet. But we could, in theory, be like, hey, if you keep chasing us, we're going to shoot at you. I mean, we could also try to say we have more than we do. They would have scanned um, us also. But they could have failed. They also could have failed. It's not a bad idea. But also, like, was there any success from hailing them? No. I didn't no, see they, any response. Yeah. I will also say, as comms officer, you have received no indication that... There's been a scan of any kind. Okay. I mean, outside of the initial, like, detection lock. They're definitely right. locked on to you to know where you are. But... And they're pursuing, of course, this, they're on the same trajectory as us. Yes. Are you, uh, are you skilled in talk or deceit? Could you... I in... am skilled in talk. Okay. Uh, so, I mean... Yeah, if you, if you want to try to convince them that we're a lot more badass than we are, that might be worth doing. Especially if they think that we just committed terrorist actions. They might think that we're real scary. Okay. Based on the fact that these are pretext ships, I don't think these are the cops. I think these are the guys that are trying to convince the cops that we're the terrorists. Mm. That make a lot of sense. What if we told them that we had connections, powerful political connections, <laughs> that it would be bad to check? What if we sell out Sergey? <laughs> what if we sell out we will trade you a delusional human who what, thinks he is precognitive. What if we tell them Anton is the son of a very important mob boss and that they do We will trade you the son of a very important mob boss. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't know that. Nah. We, haven't, we haven't had my flashback yet, so y'all know shit. You are interrupted by what, <laughs> under normal circumstances, you would assume you had passed through some kind of like micrometeor shower. Yes. But there is the tinkle of solid matter just kind of sprinkled across your hull very briefly, as if you passed through a stream of machine gun fire. Oh. The outer hull is unharmed, and that's all you know right now. So, wait a minute. Anton, if this you is got one hit, of your ex-girlfriend... You got struck by some kind of kinetic... Um, uh, yeah, quite, they fired at him. I doubt it, because I did watch her uh, sink into the ocean, but, I mean, shit, you never know. Uh, gentlemen, I believe the time for discussion is over. If we wish to, at least amongst ourselves, I am opening a frequency to the supposed Mr. Cho to see what we can find out, and we will go from there. I will try to call that number. Okay. Okay, can Mackie figure out from which direction that machine gun fire came? It came from the direction of the other vessel. It's from that basic direction, but three hours ago. Okay. Before you were even aware of it. The basic maneuvers. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Did no damage. Oh, just real quick. Could I, like, throw sand clouds that they would run into? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. You have a. Um, While they're in tight formation, that would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. You can fire that out as something that is between you and them. Okay. I would like to do that. Okay. Uh, do should I roll shoot with base attack bonus and dex? Or I will have you bonus? roll it if it becomes relevant. Currently, okay. it is a hazard that you've just left okay. in your space. Cool. They follow exactly the path they're currently on to you. Okay. Cool, cool. Which would argue for us not changing. Yeah, because if they divert from our course and we continue on a straight trajectory, that will take them further away from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm putting in that call. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It might also intercept further kinetic fire. So. Yeah, that's true. It could act as a nice little shield. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, Admiral Grace, I have done what I can down here to give you a little extra juice. I am standing by to respond to any damage reports. Let me know. And just real quick, would you mind? Um, I left half the sandwich in the mess. You mind bringing it back to me? <laughs> I also have like um, like a bulb of some some space hooch, you know, if we just want to. You know, we got like two hours to come, man. You want to party a little bit before the, the shooting starts? It's not a bad idea. So, uh, what's the, my negotiating go. position on getting half of half of your sandwich? Uh, <laughs> you bring it to me? Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, please be advised that your system is currently being flooded with ant abuse. <laughs> Which will cause violent nausea in the event that you ingest ethanol. It's just a real party pooper. <laughs> Only in the immediate hours preceding intership combat. You know, when I was an active combatant in military actions, I would say that like 80 to 90% of us were mostly fucked up. And the analysis of those after-action reports has informed my decision to keep you from consuming impairing alcohol. I'm alive, Arnon. You know, I've never died before. I feel like I would prefer not to die sober because it seems painful and scary. The call connects. <laughs> A gentleman, please pay attention. Thank you. You've reached Halcyon Station of the Fuzang Long Accretion Raceway. Please hold. Ah, we're on an old show cold. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a joke, Gracie. Yes, I am aware. I treated it with the hilarity it deserved. Ah, uh, fair enough. Several minutes pass. I continuously try to navigate through the the text tree, basically, trying mm-hmm. to constantly hit, like, zero to get a person. Right. <laughs> you receive every indication that you are, uh, that there's literally, like, you're waiting for a person to get to you. Gotcha. You're not on a on a switchboard. You're like sitting at someone's desk, essentially. Mm. Okay. Eventually, you do get a visual. I'm a human woman. Her head is shaved. She's standing kind of rod straight, face on to the camera. Mm-hmm. And she says, uh, "My name is Joan Adenola. How can I assist you?" Uh, yes, Miss Adenola. My name is Dr. Hayden Shakade. I am a representative of the Admiral Grace. We were contacted by Mr. Jacho. Mm-hmm. He told us to call this number. We are currently... You have Sergey? It is possible we may have encountered this person, Sergey, yes. Although I am not sure of his whereabouts just yet. She hangs up on you. Okay, well... Alright guys, yeah. Maybe we should ask Sergey if he wants them to know that we have him. If he wants to tell the future first. <laughs> well, that could also be useful. I believe he's currently in the locker getting fitted for a uh, <laughs> spacesuit. A uh, Gentlemen, it is possible like he calls him back and tells him that we are now aware of where Mr. <laughs> Sergei is? Okay. Yes, I mean, sir. I only met the guy like 
I don't know, maybe about like four or five hours ago. But uh, I'm not the kind of man that will sell someone out for no good reason. So maybe we wait until they start shooting at us in earnest before we uh, we throw them under the bus. Wait um, for them to give you a very good reason to but, sell them out? Yes. But is uh, the chance that they give us a monetary reward not the sort of very good reason you are prone to? Uh, so I realize it is entirely arbitrary because there's not much I would not do for money. However, that all being said, I am um, not a rat. You feel a sort of moral pain against selling this person back to their former owner? Well, so here on the Admiral Grace, we're, we're kind of a, a bunch of skeezy fucks, but we don't... There's some shit we won't do. We, we won't, we won't sell you out. On the comms. Most of the time. Like there's like a there's like an eighty-five or so percent chance that we won't sell you out. When you're it's really situational. Welcome to when, the Admiral Grace. We won't sell you out. When that yeah, says the there's some shit we won't do, Grace ceases hailing the pursuing fleet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um okay. Well, I I only wanted to offer as a new member of the crew, but I do not think they're wrong. Speaking as the game master, the star daddy, this is a hurry up and wait situation because nothing's going to happen for two days, so until you guys tell me to skip that the next just... thing, then I'm just going to okay. let you guys talk just like so you Do we want to skip to combat range? I mean, at yeah. this point, we don't have much else we can really do until something happens. Um, Mr. Wright. Uh, yes. Please place an incendiary grenade within the bowl of one of these spare vac suits next to you. Is this it? She holds up a incendiary grenade. <laughs> yes, clearly your prognostication abilities have served you well and are very real. <laughs> place it within the bowl of the helmet in such a way that when the helmet is dislodged, it will trigger the incendiary grenade. Ooh. Um... Perhaps you can use your psychic powers to tell you how to do that. I My psychic powers are telling me that if I do this, I'm going to blow myself up. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you have been promoted to senior helping the incompetent passenger cope with his incompetence <laughs> officer. That, Please report to the ship's locker. That sounded rude, but I do like playing with grenades. Can we, could he just be senior booby trap officer? <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I got time to kill. I'll go down there and, and rig up the IED. So uh, while you're in there with Sergei, he's like, uh, so what's going on? Okay, so um, there's a ship pursuing us. It seems uh, scary and dangerous and very advanced, and eh, we could probably take them. Also, uh, so we tried to call the uh, the show guy. Um, they don't want to talk to us unless we have you and we didn't tell them that we have you because we're not rat fucks huh. but uh if you wanted to tell them that you're here we can do that uh no I don't think that'll do any good uh okay well uh strap in get ready for a fight and I guess we're gonna throw this out the airlock pretending as you okay I mean you said we had what two you said two days mm-hmm. you said okay I guess in that time passively I did want to check to see if we still could do comms to anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. Because there, there seemed to be some sort of interference or something earlier, yeah. so I did want to check it on was the, It was standard for immediately following a terrorist attack. People gotcha. calling each other. The, it was basically just overwhelming the system. Gotcha. But you now, yeah, like after an hour or two, you're able to get calls through. Okay, cool. So, I mean, 
I kind of feel like we could move ahead and just do whatever we were going to do okay. in that two-day period. Well, my idea was to give them Sergey Wright. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is a vac suit with an incendiary. An incendiary. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate us taking hardline stances. Like I think so, too. We were like, you know what? Nah, fuck you guys. We, and I respect that. We'll do anything for love, but we won't do that. Yeah. And and we, we've decided that we love Sergey. That is empirically incorrect. <laughs> he says that is empirically incorrect alongside Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hopper starts doing the mirror routine. <laughs> <laughs> so Sergey shows up at your uh, workstation there, paid, mm-hmm. and asks what what has he sent after us? He has sent a series of pre-tech vessels. Mm. It was what, three vessels? Four. Four, four. Uh, four vessels that are flying in very tight formation. I believe that we have already experienced fire from one of their weapons. Mm-hmm. It is possible and likely that they have much more advanced weapons than we have already seen. I have unfortunately not been able to determine what weapons they do have. If it takes two days, I have another chance to scan. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, but perhaps with a little more time, I will be able to obtain more information. Okay. He uh, spends his time pacing down the hallways, twiddling his thumbs, nervously uh, looking out portholes and uh, talking to himself. Uh, about how much time has passed here? That's up to you. I was picturing only a couple hours, but we are about to skip ahead to the next day so that well, uh, Hildy can okay. check. Well, yeah, I was saying is maybe we should like raise a hailing frequency and say, "Okay, we we've got, got it right. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll pass them back to you. Move this along." Yeah, I can try. Okay, I'll bring it up. You send that over to the ships that are presuming. I will call the number that we had again. Oh, okay, got it. I have not received any indication that the ships coming towards us are decision-making capacity. Right. Okay, you call, and um, Joan is waiting for you. She answers immediately. Oh, yes, hello. It seems that we have indeed located Mr. Sergei. I assume he's on your ship? We have located him, and we are prepared to give him to you. If you can help us out, it seems we are being pursued by uh, several vessels. Mm Mm-hmm. That won't be necessary. It won't be necessary for us to give him to you. That's correct. Then what is necessary? What is it that you want to Mr. Sergei? We are done with Mr. Sergei. Ah, hold please. And she will close off video and mm-hmm. audio, but keep the line open. Okay. Um, well, it seems we have made a key error in our assumptions based off of what they want with Sergei. So they, they do want him dead. They certainly do not seem to want him in their possession alive. Well, we can throw the soup bomb out of the airlock anyway to see if, like, they'll have a chance that they pick it up. Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, please do not waste a valuable incendiary grenade. Mr. Wright, <laughs> please insert yourself into the suit. Ah, this an idea. That if we tell them that we have taken care of this Mr. Sergei, and I do, of course, mean we have <laughs> taken care of this Mr. Sergei. She's yeah, awesome. hand jumps. Let's <laughs> <laughs> happy now. And um, then it will no longer be necessary for them to pursue us. Because we have done the dirty work for them, presumably? I feel like they're probably not going to just take our word for it. I also feel like 
Like, fuck these guys, right? I, I feel that as well, yes. Uh, in that case, Mr. Anton, would you be willing to finish out the call in the appropriate spirit with the representative of Mr. Cho? <laughs> no, fuck it, let's do this thing. Alright, so, so... Hey, be sure to send that down to my station. I want to send this. <laughs> so I am going to open the comms, typing just to Anton's station, and okay. allow Anton to finish out that call. Cool. Both of you give me a... Uh, or actually, one of you, it's up to you which, give me a um, notice wisdom. I have it with no bonuses or penalties. I have a plus two, one from the skill and one from... That wisdom. seems like it would be your call then. I'd just like to take this uh, moment to appreciate Anton Baptiste Yoshida's Cajun <laughs> phrase of porque no. <laughs> See, um, so the, the thing about uh, space Cajuns, and real Cajuns oh, also, what? is um, they, they do, it is a Spanish and French Creole. And also, Aegean space Cajun has a Japanese influence also, so you have <laughs> yeah, to be like, baka! Baka! <laughs> that was actually just me being a chicken. Nani desu <laughs> Mush mush. Uh, seven total. Okay. She was looking down at something on the desk in front of her, mm-hmm. and she looks back up, and you notice that she has some kind of, like, cybernetic, like, implant jutting out of yeah. the back of her head. Do I know that that might have some sort of control aspect? No more than you than your assumption merits. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, cool. I'll file that away. Okay, you're Actually, connected now to Joan. Hello? Yeah, hello. How's it going? I'm very well. I hear that uh, you are finished with Sergey. You want him? Uh, you want him out of the picture, no? That's correct. I just wanted to inform you. Flashing on your screen is uh, just uh, pardon. Bright, bright neon letters that say, "Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, please find out more about the implant that allows direct cybernetic control of a human organism." <laughs> It's a real attractive cybernetic implant you got. <laughs> hey, so... Um, You're not a charm, man. Hey, so Jean, was it? <laughs> That's correct. I'm just curious. It's, um, it's a very striking look you've got. Um, just, um, just out of just my curiosity, what is going on with that uh, shiny thing on the back of your head? <laughs> Are her shoes in the frame? Are her shoes in the frame? I um. <laughs> the, the the flashing the flashing uh, banner crawl like updates and it says on no account should you reveal to Mackie anything about shoes. <laughs> I'm concerned. She says, "It's my hat." <laughs> yeah, it's um quite stylish. Really? So the reason I decided to finish this call instead of Dr. Arcade was that I wanted to tell you, uh, and this comes from all of us as a uh, united front. Here, here. <laughs> Go <laughs> fuck yourself. She <laughs> looks blankly at you, and the call switches off. I, I think that went very well. Mm-hmm. I'm unsatisfied with the way it played I, out. Know, I, but, I, I, uh, I could have done better, you know. Oh, you did fine, but yeah. I mean, you know, she's clearly just uh, flappable. Maybe she's just yeah. actually another uh, robot. You have to flap her first. Oh my god! And... 
I'm gonna check my scanners and, or like my screen or whatever and see if on the off chance one of the ships ran into my dust cloud. <laughs> Not yet. Okay, but we will zoom zip forward and we will see. Tell me when I can scan there. Yeah. Right. So I will make that check first for the ship to avoid the dust cloud. Uh, go ahead and roll, roll your damage. I'm gonna say it does half damage because it's had time to disperse. Okay. So that's two d four. It's black, uh, so. So I got uh, seven on the die for my damage. Okay. So if you want to round that, whichever direction. Okay. Uh, what were you about to say, Jeff? It's a flak weapon. Mm-hmm. So if these are smaller than frigate holes, then it does better damage than that. It does better damage than that. But I will go ahead and roll there. Okay. What's the damage? Against... Fighter class holes, these weapons roll hit rolls and damage rolls twice and take the better result. Well, on the off chance that I roll two fours, I'm gonna try it. Well. Nope. Seven damage, you said? Uh, yeah. Alright. The ships pass through the cloud of uh, debris. One of them is damaged in the process. Woo! And then we will skip forward cool. to, the, to the next day. Dr. Cade gets to make another sensor check. Awesome. What's your question? My question is, what weaponry do they have? Okay. This time I got a 7 on the die plus 2, which is... That's a pass. Yes. Very good. They are outfitted with... They are Lockheed Assassin drones. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So drone also answers my other question, probably. Yeah. And they are their own weapon. They are equipped with uh, shaped charges which will go off once they have latched onto your vessel. Ah, okay. So we just okay. got to make sure to avoid them getting to us, which means maybe firing a few more bursts of that sand gun behind us would be great. That would, yeah. Did it seem like the cloud of ammo that we passed through earlier were shaped charges, some of which latched onto our hull? That's a good question. You can do your own scans of that, or someone can do a spacewalk, or whatever you want to do. Can we Mr. Put- Wright! <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, can we put Sergei on the space rock? They have now adopted an uh, evasive pattern, so they are no longer flying in tight formation. Gotcha. Well, given that they're drones, I am now curious if there is a hacking possibility. It's possible. Extremely unlikely that you're going to hack into a protect system, but it's possible. I mean, I got another day. Mm -hmm. But so would scanning give me, I, I mean... You can attempt to determine, yeah, how to connect. Okay. That would be a good question. Okay, cool. So I will attempt that. And um, also, is this considered a separate scene? Or are Um, we still in the same scene? I would say we're still in the same scene. I just want to make sure, because if the opportunity is there, I don't want to miss it. And if it's not, then I just want to know. I will consider the initiation of actual combat a new scene. Okay, gotcha. Cool, cool, cool. Well, I rolled two sixes on the die plus two. So I got the info, hopefully. Okay. They are specifically built for warfare and as such have a unique and unknown internal like computing protocol. They have their own language. Okay. An effort to hack them would be astronomically difficult. Okay. What if you were an AI? Mm. Then you would view programming attempts to as an existential threat and think of them as gross. Uh, uh, fascinating, but what if you were an AI with a pet that you wanted to keep alive? You would still have no particular expertise in something that you had thought for your entire existence was gross. 
Hmm. Yeah. And you guys want me to uh, go outside and see if anything's Absolutely not. Over? <laughs> I mean, I, Mr. Uh, Wright, would you please go outside? <laughs> Gladly. <laughs> He's all suited up. He's ready to go. Uh, but it seemed like the the sand cannon was effective, and might yeah. as well throw a couple more bursts out there just in case. How are we on ammunition? We are fully stocked on ammunition. Metagaming sense, how many times can I throw sand at them before we're... An indefinite number of times. Oh, bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to keep chunking. <laughs> we just have a stream of sand coming Yeah, out. like, which I'll, I'll set it on, like, a rotating timer where, like, every, like, um, ten minutes or so I'm putting we out were, another cloud. It's going to be a we navigational were, uh, hazard to other ships for decades to come. <laughs> it's a Kessler scenario Let's, for the rest of the system. I imagine this is not real. the first time. That <laughs> but, but we were gently advised that future sand thrower attempts in this pre-engagement scenario would be ineffective. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Because uh, they, have, they have engaged yes. some evasive patterns. Cool. Well, I mean, then I'm, I'm gonna hold tight until they're in laser range and be ready to blast away. Okay. Well, once they're trying to chase us, then presumably we could throw sand at them again. Yeah, because yeah. they'll be tighter. But so we still do, so it's like it's going out to check our hole. Yep. Cool. Um, I, you want to go with them? Yeah, I mean, it seems like something that just... Probably could use some player interaction with. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel responsible for him? No, I just don't want to. I don't want our NPC to arbitrarily miss something that could get us killed. No, that's fair. Granted, I'm I'm not the technical one, but I could maybe have Mackie assist me over comms if it comes to it. Okay. You head out toward the airlock, Kristen. You succeeded on both of those checks. You have another. I do. Um. This is going to be a DC ten. I'd like to know about their fuel source okay. and, you know, how ways to fuck with that, basically. Okay. One under, nine total. Okay, uncertain. And that's the end of today's scene. But I will try again tomorrow. Well, by tomorrow, we'll be at the edge and theoretically jump them. True. All right, Mr. Yoshida, how's it looking out there? It looks black and inky with a uh, small powdering of bright lights, as far as I can tell, and uh, a large ball of water some ways off to the distance. <laughs> so, all right, that's descriptive. I appreciate the poetry, you know, that you have. Oh, you only hear some poetry as well as stars. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Hey, let me come back inside. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to the lounge. And now we know why Brendan likes him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, no, um, as far as I can see, well, granted, we just stepped outside. I don't see anything quite yet. You are walking the outer hall with your magnetic boots, and uh, you come sure. to. A sure. place where a line sure. has basically been painted across the hole. Basically, it looks like a like a neon green, almost like you got hit by like a paintball. You've been down to inspect it closer, and you can find it's like a really fine paste contained in which are there are like microchips. Okay, is this something that I could attempt to like burn off with, you know, like some sort of conventional like torch? Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then I'd like to start working on that. Okay, draping the hole. While I've got it, like, I'm assuming I've got, like, helmet, like, feed cam, I'd like to just relay, nay, obviously they can watch it. Hey guys, I'm, uh, I'm gonna burn this, uh, stuff off, but if any of y'all have any ideas about what this actually is, if it's just some sort of tracking pan or something, yeah. yeah. I'll do a no intelligence check if that. Okay, go for it. Can I also do one? 
one of you can do. Okay, cool. It's up to you which one you want to do. Um, I've got a plus one in no, but I've got nothing in intelligence. Plus two. I've got a no in intelligence. Okay, you go ahead and do it, and I'll assist. Um, yeah, there you go. Basically, I'm just going to be an extra set of eyes on Anton's feed, and uh-huh. maybe I'll catch something. Sounds good. Eight plus two. Okay. Ten and I do not think I assisted. What'd you get? I got a five. Okay. You were no help. I know. <laughs> that's what I said. You launch into a story about the time that you saw slime on the outside of the Admiral Gracie, but it turned out to be... Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the it is... time we found out why the sandwich cluster was called the sandwich cluster? <laughs> You did, but I'd love to hear it again. <laughs> Turns out it was a sex thing. <laughs> it is uh, tracking paint. All right, cool. Yeah, wipe that shit right off. Burn it. Yep, that's uh, what I'm doing. Should I try like an exert or something, or is it... Uh, yeah, I'll have you roll it in a moment, but okay. right now, give me a notice. Notice uh, wisdom. This is three dice. Sergey is gonna try and do something. Uh, oh shit! Dope. Ten. Okay, Sergey is looking up, just kind of into space and uh, moving around the hole, and you get the sense that he's trying to get into a specific like position on the hole. Damn. He's like moving, and then he takes a step back, and he looks up, and then he takes a step to the left, and then he looks up. Hey, uh, uh, Sergey, what are you uh, looking for? There's gonna be another ship passing by here uh, <laughs> in a few hours. I'll see you then. Mr. And he, uh, he deactivates his magnetic boots oh. um, and begins to drift uh, easily above the hole. He's moving at the same like speed, obviously. So, so he's, he's just like at, at this point floating a, like, yeah. like a couple of feet he's above gone, the hole. Yeah, he's on like two feet up. <laughs> grab that sucker. Yeah, that, I'm going to attempt to grab him. Okay. Uh, it's not difficult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You'd think uh, he right. would know that was going to happen. So at this point, I'm just going to be like, hey, man, like, we fucking put our necks up for you more than once at this point. Yeah. You're going to fucking abandon us. You should come with me. Well, can you give me anything more than that? Those are pre-tech assassin drones. Yeah, we gathered that. That's really bad. Yeah, we gathered that. We're going to kill them. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you should come with me. Well, unfortunately... We're taken by uh, a, a traitor. They won't know that they didn't get us. We'll be scot-free. I can go. Why not? Well, apart from this boat being my own, also kind of my friends, maybe? I don't know. I feel bad leaving. You know, going down the ship, there's some sort of honor in that. Yeah. And then if my character dies, I get to do a new character that has a less obnoxious voice. Yeah, I don't get to, I don't get to do that. I don't get to do that. Well, Mr. Baptiste Yoshida, you have been promoted to senior loyalty officer. <laughs> okay, Sergei, here's the deal. I'm going to let you go. Conditionally, you're going to pay us if we survive for getting you off of Vegeta. Okay. And you're not going to dick us over. Right. <laughs> Sense motive. <laughs> yeah, is there any sort of like. I don't think there is. There is. I don't think there is. I feel like connect is for interpersonal stuff. Could yeah. I try attempts to like anything? No. Sorry. I don't want to unilaterally make this decision, but I'm the only one out here. 
I mean, that's that's legit as far as I'm concerned. How helpful is he? You know? And they didn't and they didn't gonna, use the bargaining chip. I'm gonna so. look him like hard in the eye and be like, Don't fuck me. And I'm gonna let him go. Okay. He goes adrift into space. And presumably we'll just get like murdered by the vacuum, so I guess I mean sucks to be Sergey. No. Maybe. I mean huh. Um roll a D twenty. This is just a luck roll. That's an eighteen, it's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay, he says, uh, au revoir. <laughs> Don't fucking patronize me now. <laughs> Since, uh, if you survive, yeah, you can look me up. I'll be back on a GI, I guess. <sighs> Fuck. That was about a GI, not about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm going to finish burning the shit and go back inside and tell them what I- Well, I- they saw what happened. They-, they got my feet on. Okay. Yeah, now give me that exert check, if you would. Let's say exert and wisdom, because making sure you got it all is going to be a wisdom thing. All right. This is yet another straight dice. Okay. Hey, that's what I bet you. That's a nine. Nice. You feel confident that you have completely cleaned the hall. It took you about four hours. Okay. Head back in. Okay. So, us keeping basically pace with them... Mm Mm-hmm. How long does it take us to spool up and spike out at the edge of the system? So, to answer your question, it'll take 30 minutes to spin up once you reach the edge of the system. Okay. So you should have time. And unless there's anything else, we will skip ahead to reaching the edge of the system. Mm-hmm. At this point, your scan opportunities are refreshed. Okay. Dr. Cade, if you would like to make any. I will. I will try to find out information on their propulsion system. Okay. Slash power. Mm-hmm. The propulsion system is, has the in-system in equivalent of a Spike 1 drive. So when we spike out, we will we feel confident we'll leave them behind. Mm-hmm. Should take them at least 140 years to reach the system that you need to. <laughs> awesome. Okay, that's useful. I Which, just... for Grace, is still an issue. <laughs> <laughs> but only if she's still in that system. Right. Cool. Okay, so the other reason I wanted to ask that was for disruption purposes... Mm-hmm. Is there anything? I mean, I this is also maybe just a gameplay general question. Mm-hmm. Is there generally anything we can do to? Well, you are now things? transitioning to the edge of the system, which is a new region of space, gotcha. which means that you can attempt to break their detection lock at this point. Oh, cool! I would have liked to have tried to shoot one of these bad boys down, but if we can also just like leave, <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad strategic option. You did do some damage with your with your sand gun there. Yeah, but on the other hand, they are free tech ships. They could be worth a lot of salvage. We have a, <laughs> I mean, we have a free tech hull. Yeah, free tech AI. Sort, sort of. of. You know, you're probably smarter than they are. Well, okay, we've got. Well, they're drones. We've so got yes. thirty minutes until our spike drive warms up. We could, in theory, just like. Hang out and take pot shots. Idle. And, and like, uh, you know, dip if we need to, or, like, get lucky and kill them. I mean, you make a compelling argument. Comms officer, we need a uh, intelligence program skill check, please. Um, and you get a plus two. Plus two? Mm-hmm. On top of my personal pluses? Yeah. Okay, so that is going to be a plus four total. I think. Hold on, let me check. Yeah, 
Cool. I'm pretty sure I needed it. Uh, I got a six on the die for a total of ten. Okay. You have attempted to break detection lock, and that is all you know. You do not know if they still have detection lock on them. If I don't know now, I will want to know how I can find out. The active sensors used to form a detection lock can be detected by the target. So you do know you have broken detection lock. They don't have a lock on you anymore. Otherwise, All right, I... They will be able to attempt to find you once they reach this region of space in a couple hours. Gotcha. So, uh, yes, gentlemen, it seems that we are no longer under detection lock. Uh, we are go to leave. Well, that was kind of a boring fight, but I guess we can dip out. That circuit, I'm sure, was wrong, though, wasn't he? What up, pussy? Hey, did he survive? No idea. Okay. <laughs> no, he did not. Anton jettisoned him into space. <laughs> <laughs> That was a um, very interesting interpretation of events. Anton, uh, you need to stay in your lane. Sending people into space is sort of the Admiral's job. Uh, I've developed a taste for it, so you meet bags better watch out. <laughs> Mackie, I appreciate your watching out for my prerogatives. However, I would like to foster that attitude wherever it independently arises. <laughs> yeah, I'll better watch out, too. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, so, Mackie being down in engineering, because that's his battle station, is well-suited to start spinning up the spike drive. He's on the horn while he's doing that. He's like, listen, I might be having a bit of a senior moment. Where are we going again? I don't think we ever actually decided. So. <laughs> Look, I like the idea of going to Argo because of money, but I don't like the idea of going to Argo because that's where we came from. And if people are looking for us, they might expect us to go back. That is a good point. Yeah. I can always reach out to the Institute wherever we go, and we can simply keep it in our back pocket. I do think, however, it would behoove us to deliver the artifact to some Institute representative sooner rather than later to increase the probability that it is intact. I understand. You uh, are receiving a hail from... Halcyon Station, Fuzanglong Accretion Raceway. Ah, uh, yes, uh, we are receiving a hail. I suspect this is from the lady we spoke with earlier. Cyberjone? Yes, Cyberjone. Anton, would you like to speak with John again? It seems like you might have had some sort of spark going. No, I think I brought. I'm opening hailing frequency to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I condone this. Oh. Well, hello again, John. <laughs> hello. Why are you calling us back? I thought that we um pretty succinctly stated our attitude earlier. You did. I was seeking to triangulate your position. <laughs> I thought you maybe just wanted to chat. I do like your um your hat. Ne- neon letters. Oh, by the way, neon um, letters below on the bottom of your screen. Flash up. Ask her where she got the hat. <laughs> By the way, um, my uh, shipmate wanted to know what kind of shoes are you wearing. <laughs> hat suddenly becomes in, like five point sizes and blinks. Your shipmate likes shoes. I have reason to believe so. We never really talked about it before. I don't. I I'm not weird ago. about shoes. That I just is thought... incorrect. It is feet. It is well documented. Well, I'm not. Feet. I'm not wearing any shoes. And she flops her leg up on the desk. <laughs> and she says, "Some come take a gander at this turkey leg." <laughs> John, I just wanted to say that um, you're making me quite uncomfortable. 
and then I'm gonna hang up. No, no, you didn't ask about that. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not doing that favor. You, you can you can flirt your own cybernetic hats off of the weird corporate drone if you but, want to. But that's what you're good at. Am I? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, guys. Crew of the Admiral Grace Limited. Ah uh, yes, Mr. Mackey. Okay, we've been to Argo, so we should rule that out. Has anyone here ever been to Pasha? Uh, I don't think so. Can I do a no intelligence check to know if I, or to see if I know about non-Terran sentient stuff near one of these systems? Sure. Cool. We do have like about an hour and a half correcting for like time to spin up versus time it will take them to get to us, right? It takes half an hour from now for us to. Yeah. I just mean that like once once we have our spike drives ready, presuming that takes like half an hour, we had like two hours until they were gonna hit us. So right. we've got some we've got some We've time. got a buffer. Yeah. Also I suspect I probably need to break their lock again. I think Maybe. I don't know. Us answering the phone was like a real uh, phone yeah. Yeah. Well no, the like the lock probably wouldn't track like follow us from system to system. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. But it can I thought it could help them track us into what system we go to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it can. That's, I thought, what the whole part uh, of the point was, is like they could see where we were going next. Well, we would know if they have a lock on us, so we could just ask that question. Well, yeah. That's, I'm just saying, like, mentally on my list of things, like, I need to check on that, because I think yeah. we may have just invited the lock back. I am generating tags for planets where I don't have any. Awesome. So if okay. you give me one moment, I will let you know if any of them turn out alien stuff. I like that our first ship combat is us furiously reading the rules of ship combat and then never actually having ship combat. And, and then yeah. running away. That's, uh, yeah, that's apt. That's an apt description. Okay. On the far side of the Glazier system, which is where the corporations are, mm-hmm. yes. there is a binary star system, Tizona and Kalata. I believe those are named after Elsid's swords. I was gonna say, I feel like so one of Elsid's swords was named Coconut? Because Pina Colada is pineapple and coconut, and mm. in front of him is Colada. Interesting. I'll have to look it up again. Don't quote me yet. <laughs> There's a world in that system that uh is tech level three, which mm-hmm. is roughly equivalent to modern day, so like space shuttle programs and stuff. Cool. They have a lot in their, like, local culture about alien life. So they have, like, a kind of a local cultural fixation on alien life that might indicate contact. They're also very secretive. Like, a local cultural association in the way that we have a local cultural fixation? They, they watch a lot of ancient aliens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> aliens! Oh, it's God. Show. Billy is that guy. She has the hair for it. In my head. <laughs> really? I don't think of her as having particularly wild air. You could never get clearance to operate there because it would have to be clandestine. Gotcha. So you were never able to access the planet before. <gasps> Which makes it extra As an official enticing. representative. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. What was the name of that? That was the Glacier system? It was uh, beyond the Glacier system. Yeah, that system is the Tizona and Colada system. Gotcha. The Tizona system. Uh, yes, uh, I think we should go to the Glacier system. Well, there's always business opportunities among those weirdos. That's true. Uh, etymologically, Kulata, in this case, means forged steel. Oh, cool. And that makes more sense. Yeah. Tizona, 
means sword. <laughs> These are my swords, named metal and sword. <laughs> that is a dude's names right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Anton, is anybody trying to kill you in the glacier system? Probably. Probably. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. We can't, I mean, that can't be a deal breaker. But you know, the, 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 whole, the, the, ch- the difference is that everybody there is assholes. So. Yeah, then we can kill them back. It'll be no big deal. Is there an institute outpost in the glacier system? There is. Uh, yes, there's also an institute campus in the glacier system, which means we may be able to uh, turn the artifact over for that privacy. We kill some corpos, we sell the thing, we make a lot of money. I see no downside to the... Yeah, fuck it, let's go. Uh, Admiral Grace Hopper. Present. We are going to be initiating a spike jump to the glacier system. Excellent. Terminating higher intellectual functions immediately. <laughs> All right. Oh, I hope we don't have combat <laughs> Maggie wants to do a fix check mm-hmm. to it's well this might be a no check but I feel like it's more technical than fix. He wants to know and I would like to argue for this being something he might get a bonus on because it he would have wanted to know this a long time ago. Okay. So he might have already found it. He would like to know a place inside the Admiral Grace Hopper mm-hmm. where the internal sensors don't reach like a dead spot, like a numb spot ah. where like things can go or down. We can have clandestine from the from yeah, the AI without uh, without you know the admiral knowing about it, can even I like passively. Ask a morbid question. Sure. Is this the spot that Mackie plans to like crawl away to die so that um, <laughs> Grace doesn't know? <laughs> That is an uh, that is a use that has occurred to him, but that is not a thing yet. Um, I would say that's probably a stealth check. Two, from the perspective of the character, there are probably dozens of such places. Yeah, okay. that's what I think. I mean, I, I feel like this is a technical well, let's check. Call it, let's I call am it. good at stealth. That okay. is a thing that if if this is in fiction, something that we have discussed before, making a jump before. Okay. One could argue that with my stealth skills, we can apply those here. So Mackie specifically, like, literally rebuilt this ship. Yeah, right? like all yeah, the place. Yeah, make the case. What skill were you saying you wanted to use? I was going to say fix because he'd know where like all of the sensors are. Right. So he'd know where they don't reach, but okay. also a Venn diagram of places that are like pressurized. Right. So, right. you know. Okay, sure. Uh, give me a fix. I'm going to call it. It's only going to be a DC of six. Okay. Uh, fix and intelligence. All right. Boxcars. <laughs> what a waste yeah. of a great role. Yeah, for <laughs> real, right? Okay. You could have beaten those drones. Fucking A. <laughs> Okay, that's something I'll use later. Right now we're jumping. So I think that means that that means Anton needs to make a piloting check, right? Yeah, Anton, if you're piloting for the jump, let me bring that up here. And did I need to... I, I had wanted to check to see if they had a lock on us again. Oh, right. Um, so is that you don't need to roll that. The, like I said, it said the active, the active scan is necessary to perform that you will to be able to detect. You're, you are actually going to jump out before they reach this region of space. Gotcha. Okay, so they You're going to beat them by like an hour and a half. So they haven't been able to reestablish even with the triangulation call. Yeah, if you're still here in an hour and a half, then we can talk about that. Gotcha. Cool. So, making spike drills. The base difficulty for spike drill is seven. 
Uh, you guys are traveling to the glacier system, which is uh, there is a known connection between the two systems. We got a rudder for that. So that's uh, yeah, that rudder is less than a month old. That's a minus two, so that's uh, DC five. The drill's distance is normal. You're not trimming. You're not trying to move faster than normal. Uh, normal is fast enough in this case. Yeah, sure. I wouldn't think so. Okay. Okay. Then in that case, you need to make a drill check, which is going to be at DC five. That's an intelligence pilot skill check. That is, I believe, going to be straight dice. I have pilot, and I do not have intelligence. Okay. Well, does anyone have anything better? Just I, I have I, a one in pilot. I I thought uh, I thought you were. Didn't you take a I focus? You were the yeah. spike drive pilot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, you're right. Yeah, that was, because, that was, yeah. We had a whole like, conversation about yeah. that. God damn it. I'm sorry. Whole, like, <laughs> hey, you should definitely roll this and not me. I was okay. confused. I was like, did I remember that wrong? And didn't, <laughs> didn't somebody take a focus related to it? That's me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, is okay. it, what does that focus do again? So Mackie comes back to the cockpit and he's like, I forgot. Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Starfarer. That sounds great. Starfarer. Starfarer is the Starfarer is the skill in question. You are an expert in the plotting and execution of interstellar spike drills. Okay. Let's see. So while most experienced pilots can manage conventional drills along well-charted spike routes, you have the knack for forging new drill paths and cutting courses too dangerous for lesser navigators. Uh, at level one, which is what you would have, you got pilot as a bonus skill, which is why you have one in it. Cool. You automatically succeed at all spike drill-related skill checks of difficulty 10 or less. Okay. So, so, yeah, we just do it. You just do it. Nike. Woo! You just, uh, you jump. You are now in mid-dimensional space for the following six days. Well, that's all she wrote for this week, friends. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to comment on what you've heard here tonight, feel free to find us on our subreddit at r forward slash Astronomica Podcast. Uh, you can comment on pretty much any of our socials. Just search for Astronomica Podcast at your uh, social media platform of choice. And please do rate and review, because that helps a lot. And uh, if you really just want to do things the easy way, You'll find links to everything pertaining to us at www.astronomicalpodcast.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.